What's good? What's good? What it do? It boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling. I'm feeling right. You ain't even got to get your purses out. If you already know the vibes. Chipotle Doughboy in the building. I got my, my co-host, Young Sasuke. Young Wolf. In the building. Got yes, sir. In the building. We are the Indie Takers. The It Boys. You know the vibes. Yes, sir. Weekly dose of independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. How you doing, my bro? I'm good, man. How, how you feeling? All right, man. I'm another age. You know, it was my birthday a few days ago. Um, Happy birthday. Appreciate it, Bruce. I'm feeling old as fuck, but, you know, show must go on, man. Must go on, bro. I, bro, as I said, as long as you feel young, that's all that matters. Bro, geez. I feel, I mean, I was a bit ill, but I'm feeling mm. okay now. So I'm starting to feel a bit young. Like, I'm starting to feel like this new age is going to be a, a prosperous year. So I can't complain. Do you know what I mean? Amen. I can't complain. But let's mm-hmm. get straight into it. Yes, sir. Um, I, I, want to about, <laughs> I want to talk about Ring of Honor. We started off with Ring of Honor last week. Um, yeah. So you're right, we could touch on a few things that happened in Ring of Honor because we've got other stuff to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I don't want to go through the whole show. There was, oh, of course. I don't think this show was as good as the first episode. Do you not? Not really. Okay. I felt like a lot of the matches were just a bit, mm, they're just there for the, the sake of it. Yeah. There were some cool moments. Um, Dalton, Castle, Dalton Castle and the boys. Mm-hmm. That, that was good to see. Good to see them back in the thing. Um, Tony Deppin versus Samoa Joe from that. Good match. Um, yeah. Good match. Um, Tony Deppin showed out. Samoa Joe showed out. But I think the most important bit was what happened after. Yes. Our boy Mark. Yes. Our boy Mark. I, I, when I saw it. I our, said, you know what? Mark. We we didn't call it first because yeah. we said world title. But a title is a title, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm happy for him to go after the TV title, honestly. And like like we said last week, bro, he's over as fuck. Too Crowd over into him. And that even kind of like ties in with the announcement that they had on Rampage that mm-hmm. um, at um, the pay-per-view next month, there's going to be a reach for, the, reach for the Sky Ladder match for the tag team titles. Um, they've, already, they've already announced um, Ray and Ray and Pentagon as the first entrance for that, for the mm-hmm. title. Um, what other tag teams do you feel need to be in this? Um, who do you want to see win? FTR would be a good shout. FTR, FTR would be a great shout. Um, Kingdom? Yeah, potentially. Kingdom? Um, um, Aussie Open. The, Aussie, bro, after that match, this... <laughs> I was late. we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not going to do the reverb yet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Red and Tracy Williams, they definitely need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what other indie talent. I feel like maybe, I don't know, Maybe someone from New Japan needs to be there. Could do. Could yeah. Be. I feel like um, this ladder match has prospects to be possibly the match of the night. They haven't really announced any other match for the card, but so far, so good. We've only got one tag team that's been announced for it. And already, it seems to be the match that everybody's looking forward to. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But in terms of who I think is going to win, or I want to win, I'm not too sure. I think I think there's a debate for FTR to kind of get the titles back, um, simply because of the history that they've recently just had. Yeah. Um, it kind of be quite heartwarming, but That's true. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not against Pentagon and Ray Phoenix winning. That's but I feel like that's also very predictable. I think FTR and, and those two would be too predictable. But with the match that with the competitors that you put in there, I don't know how many teams they're putting in there, but. That's that's gonna the the spots they're gonna do yeah we just have to pray before they go out there in it because can't come and kill yourself but hundred percent I mean 
We're going to get into their match. Actually, fuck you. Let's get into their match now. Aussie Open versus um, versus Red Titus. Oh my days. Go on. What, what type of music is this? Banga Medizio, baby. Fuck it. Give Aussie Open the tag team titles. 100%. Give Aussie Open the tag team titles. After that match, give Aussie Open the tag team titles. Bro, they were cooking. They the ma- This match, you would think the titles were on the line. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, on that show. Tracy Williams. Oh, my goodness. Rhett Titus. Them two were going off. Bro. Like, I'm just sat there watching. My man just... I think it was Tracy Williams. My man just came... He was just going in. And, like, you see me, yeah? No one laugh yeah, but... Whenever I see a wrestler, yeah, or a superstar, like, with trunks... And then boots, and then the socks comes out of the boots. Yeah, I just know that they're on some. They're sort on of... serious business, isn't it? On serious business. <laughs> nah, no, I fully, fully hear it. No, that was an incredible tag team match. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good way to like, obviously, Aussie Open. They've been on a tier the past year. You know, they've had you know the New Japan strong tag team titles. They've been on Impact. They've yeah. they've been all over and they've been killing it. You know, mm-hmm. Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus. They've been a bit quiet because they were initially part of Ring of Honor. And unless you're like at least searching for them, you're not necessarily yeah. going to see where they're wrestling. And it was a good way to kind of like reintroduce them to people that haven't seen them in a while and reintroduce them to people that haven't actually seen them wrestle whatsoever. And yeah, for real. I mean, if the main event wasn't what the main event was, that match should have been the main event. Yeah, facts. But that facts. main event was absolutely, yeah. Um, we also had another tag team match. We had um, Angelico and Serpentico versus Rush and Jolistico. Did you enjoy uh, this one? I'm not gonna lie, it's not me that said it. This match was shit. But I think the purpose of the match was just to get Rush and Drillistico, just to give them some reps. But I don't know, I don't think it necessarily done any that. I like Angelico, Mm -hmm. I've liked him since um, Lucha Underground days. Mm -hmm. Pentacle, I don't necessarily have anything, I don't care for him. Like, it's incredible to see that. It's incredible to see how over he is in front of yeah. the crowd. His entrance with Lufar was cold, mm-hmm. but for the most part, like I just look at him like a comedy wrestler. I look at him like Toriano. He's just someone that's just there for relief. I don't necessarily have any care for him. And the match was just to showcase how good Rush and Dralistico were mm-hmm. for them to beat people up after the match as well, because that's their shit. They beat Give you up. <laughs> exactly. They beat you up. They win. And they beat you up after the match as well. And and rip your mask. Yeah. Okay, that was cold. That was that was interesting. That was, that I, was, was I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't um, expecting that either. That I look cool. at when, when I look at Angelico, right? I feel like my mind instantly, like you said, goes back to Lucha Underground days. Yeah. And then I'm just like, it's not like I don't want to be that guy to say it, but I miss him with Jack Evans. Like them two used to just Hook, yeah. Like, but then it's I don't know what I don't know what happened to Jack Evans. Like, did he just he got um did you get released? So his contract expired and he didn't resign. Damn, from what I remember, and yeah, he's just I don't know. I know he's done yeah, like man. maybe like a few indie shows like GCW, but other than that, I don't think. I mean, maybe Jack Evans returning to Ring of Honor might be something for him. I don't know for real, Tony Khan is. But, um, I feel like them two just need to reunite and just start cooking again because some of the matches they put on back then in Lucha Underground were just insane. Old man, and like with Angelico, especially like his AW run and like this Ring of Honor match, like 
I'm tired of having to like defend him. Yeah. Yo, he's cold, he's cold, he's cold. And it's like, <laughs> I'm only, the only reference I have is to him and Lucha Underground. Underground. You know I mean? mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe the beauty of a place like Lucha Underground was the fact that this is, this is probably your first time seeing him and he's mm-hmm. around other people where there's either stars and there's other people that you're building. So you mm-hmm. have the grace to be able to kind of like shine, shine. Whereas we're watching Ring of Honor now, we've got AEW and there's other wrestlers that we probably deem more exciting than mm-hmm. as talented as he is. So we don't mm-hmm. necessarily care about him. Like, not to be deep. Yeah. But yeah, I know if Angelico was not on any roster, we're not missing out on anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're not missing, no, facts. We're not missing out on much. It's not like when you first signed, I was so excited. Cause I'm like, right, this guy's cold. But mm-hmm. his showing since being on AW and then this Ring of Honor match, for me, it's just kind of like, I've been defending you, nigga. Like, like step up. <laughs> step up. Step up or go but home, then at, at the same time, if he was to like not be on the roster, I don't even necessarily care. Like, I'm not necessarily mm. impressed because there's there's other wrestlers that there's the Rushes, there's the Dralisticos, there's Top Flight, there's the Kingdom. Like, there's other people that have more stock in. So, yeah. Yeah, he. Um, and then we had the likes of Trisha Dora versus Billy Stark. Trisha Dora won. Good showing. Um, Trust Buster, Slim Jane, Ari Davari versus Jake Crist and Man Scout. Um, couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Be honest. Um, I don't know. There's something about Ari Davari that annoys me. I don't know if it's. Bro, he's just everywhere, fam. <laughs> like, just get some of my nerves, bro. Like, one minute I look, he's on Impact. Next minute I look, he's on AEW. Next minute I look, he's on Ring of Honor. Then then he's back in WWE. I'm like, bro, rest. <laughs> just rest. And then, and then he comes. He was on the show last week. He was on the show this week. I was just sat there. I was just like, bro, just Tony, like, we're not, we're not starving for Davari. No one is no one in any group chat is saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you check that Davari match. Yes, yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I can't stand, bro, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm just tired of, like, I like Slim J, but then with yeah. the whole trust buster thing, it's like, I don't get it. I think that's mm-hmm. what my issue is more than anything. I don't necessarily get it. Because mm-hmm. he's come over to AW Ring of Honor with this whole gimmick of, um, I'm rich, this and that, da, 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 da. He was doing that low-key in the 2-5 Live as well. But I, I just don't get it. Like, I'm yeah. struggling to be invested in it. And it just seems like, again, a lot of these wrestlers are just there to either comedy relief and then take jobs on AW and Dark and whatnot. But yeah, I'm not I'm not buying it. Um we had Wheeler Utah versus um Timothy Thatcher. Don't know how I feel about this match. We not feeling it. Um it wasn't I wasn't feeling it. It's, yeah. I don't know. I just maybe my expectation was a lot higher than than what they delivered. Yeah. Um because I was I looked at both of them and I said yeah this this is going to be match of the night. Yeah. Personally it wasn't but it wasn't bad. I think, yeah, my expectations were just too high. Yeah. But it still was good. It was good. Um, I, you were cooked. Yeah, you were cooked. I think maybe what, because I, I was on Reddit briefly and I saw a few people's comments on it. And I think maybe what it could potentially be is like, stylistically, <clears throat> to me, Thatcher's style was very different. Yeah. It was very, very different. But I mean, for the most part, I thought it was like a good match. It wasn't, was it the best pure title match I've seen? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms yeah. of like some of the storytelling that they were able to show within the match, it was something I enjoyed. I was thinking, okay, cool, this is this is proper cool. Um, Utah won, as everybody probably predicted, um, and we had a New Japan talent come and offer him out for a match. Got Clark Connors. Um, should, should be a good match, Clark Connors. Hey. I haven't seen too much of Clark. Is he? Is he good? Yeah, good? no, Clark is good. He's um part of um the LA Dojo that had the likes of um 
Carl Fredericks, Gabriel Kidd, Kevin okay. Knight. Um, might be missing a few other people, but yeah, he's coming from. He's very, very good. He's very, very good. Like, he's very, very talented. He's someone during, especially like during New Japan Strong, like during the pandemic, he was absolutely killing it. Had some great matches. So should be Good interesting. To see. Yeah, no, he's done, man. Should be interesting to kind of see um what um what comes of this. I know it got filmed maybe like two, three weeks ago, but yeah, should, should be should be a good match. Um, what do you think about? Sorry, what do you think about Yuta's promo afterwards? Like the little kind of, I don't know. He kind of he, are they kind of going heel with him? Like, is he? I mean, he, I, I think that's probably the best thing to do because yeah. after what happened on, I know we don't want to speak about AW, but after what happened on Dynamite where they got into the scuff with Dark Order and Adam Page, mm-hmm. like, it very much looks like that you know BCC might be turning. And I think it's needed for them because one, like I've never ever looked at Utah as like, as much as he showed he's had grit. So remember that match I had with John Moxley. He showed mm-hmm. he's got the grit, but at the same time, there's only so much. Like for me, I still see him as like one of best friends. I still see him okay. as part of like Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, Chuck. Like, I still look at him as part of that. So now mm-hmm. he's kind of sh- switching gears. It's like, okay, cool. This is needed. The person that needs it more than anybody is our, is our good friend Claudio because <laughs> I'm so sorry that guy is too nice he hasn't like he's too nice like that that nigga ain't got the blood that he ain't got that dog in him at and all he, he and after what I saw on AW when they were scuffing people I was like you know what this is this, this is what they actually need like Moxley I believe him whether he's yeah, heel or face I believe that he's got that he wants violence mm-hmm. we know you and Cesaro the ones that need this he'll turn more than anything mm-hmm. and for the most part, it seems to be it seems like it's going that direction. Hopefully, if they and with you for me, I don't feel like he should be talking as much. I think like he just needs to be on crud in the ring, like up his violence by like a thousand. Yeah, 100%. like the stiffest shots possible at all times. Like he just needs to be, you know, like that pit bull. Yeah. Like once the bell rings, gone. Like fuming blood. I don't mind blood. You know what I'm saying? If he's yeah. not necessarily him, but like if he's letting his like opponents bleed or whatever, I'm cool with it because I don't I don't know. When he speaks on the mic, I'm not convinced yet. Yeah. And I don't know if a heel turn will necessarily do that. But if you show his heel side through his ring performance, yeah. Then he's gone. Honestly, but Claudio, I don't even know if you can save him. I'm not even gonna lie yeah. to you. Yeah, I was gonna say the same for Claudio as well in terms of like his and the thing is, I feel like a lot of people think I hate Claudio. In ring, I love Claudio. Like I've always yeah. been like someone that supports him. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you feel the same way as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, cool. The way he's kind of like being forced upon us, pause. It's like you've you've joined BCC. BCC is meant to be this combat club. Like you've done some decent stuff. You've had decent. You've had good matches. But at the same time, I just don't believe you. Mm. I honestly just don't believe you. And. He's had heel runs in the past in, in WWE and other previous, like Ring of Honor in the past. But that's that's very different to what he's doing now. And I want to be able to believe him. I want to be able to look at Cesaro and feel like, yo, like, you don't even have to say too much. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, he's on Baz and he's got that grit in him. And for now, I don't see it. Like, I honestly mm-hmm. don't see it. So I don't know, man. Moxley just needs to, I don't know. I don't know what drug Moxley has to give them. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know what food or jollof or pounded yam he has to feed them, but he needs to give them some pause because pause. They, they, they need that dog in them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very hard to believe them. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, they're able to kind of change that. BCC need it. 
I'm tired of, I'm tired of. BCC definitely need it. Um, right. Swiftly moving on, um, Aussie Open versus Tracy. Actually, we spoke about that. Spoke about that, yeah. yeah. Um, had, I think it was Eddie Kingston versus Ben Dejo. Such a stupid. Bro looked like someone out of Two K Twenty Three My Rise. Bro. Bro, like, he looks like he looks like a generic character. He looked like he he, tra- <laughs> he was trained by Baron Blade, Big Man Team. <laughs> he looked like he was trained by Baron Blade. Um, the match was what we expected it to be. Yeah, man. Quick squash. Um, Amelia Kingston got a promo after Cesaro came. Yeah, you don't just said minimal. Yeah, you cut. You don't need a match. You don't deserve a match with me. Kingston chased after him. Nothing came of it. I'm yeah. um, just, yeah, like, I literally, I, I looked at it and I was just like, I, I need more. But then this is the problem. It reverts back to what we were just talking about. You've got someone like Claudio as world champion confronting someone who is believable and legit in Eddie Kingston. Like, regardless of what you say about Eddie Kingston and how you feel about him or his performances in the ring or whatever, he's mimicking New Japan style, whatever. I believe Eddie more than I believe Claudio. Like, there's, there's, it's, it's a night and day difference, isn't it? So in that aspect, I was, I was expecting a bit more from Claudio. I was expecting him to say a bit more, but bro, literally, like it was just a waste of time, honestly, yeah. him coming out and then chasing him backstage, and then nothing came of it. Nothing came of like, it, and it was literally like Cesaro came through backstage, a stage with Lexi. Two seconds later, Eddie was seconds. literally there. Literally two seconds. Like there could have been some sort of brawl. Like I don't know yeah, what yeah. type of like slow build they're trying to build for, but. Like, like you said, Eddie for me is he's very he's much more believable. And mm. with Eddie, if Eddie does win that title, for me, it does seem like that title would mean more to Eddie than it does to Claudio. Yeah, facts. Because it just seems like Claudio just has a belt for the sake of having a belt because he's part of BCC. Whereas with Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston hasn't necessarily had major world heavyweight title yet. Mm. So you know that going into every program that he's going into. He's not fighting just to be champion. He's fighting to defend the fact that he's got this belt and he doesn't want anyone to take it away from him. Yeah. Whereas with Claudio, I just look at it as like, you know what, you're part of BCC. Let's just give BCC all the belts. Like, I would definitely want both Wheeler and Claudio to lose those belts. And just... I'm, I'm here for it. I, I definitely want them to lose the belts. So, yeah. Um, and the main event of Ring of Honor, we had versus Willow Nightingale. Yeah, I'm sorry. What type of music was this? Bang of edition, baby. Bro? Yo. Bro? Yo. Yeah, you have to give him a clap. Bro, see that match? Perfect. They booked it perfect. Bro. I didn't, I was watching it and I just said, I don't understand, honestly. Bro, I did not watch that match. Salute to Tony, I can't lie to you. They're giving us pay-per-view quality matches. Mm -hmm. The last few weeks, we got two solid matches which could easily be on pay-per-view if fact. that there's probably a couple more that could have been on pay-per-view like, yeah, this, is a, this was a, an amazing match Willow is her she is so good man like w- in my opinion way more talented than majority of the AEW women's roster bro facts she facts. is so good from just from her charisma to her the way she sells her delivery, her offense, everything is 
there. Like she is a world champion, in my opinion. And it's it's a shame that this match happened so soon, in it, because we knew Athena was gonna win. Yeah. But a part of me was like, you know what? I don't even mind if Widow took the belt off her. Because the performance justified the performance it. justified a win. I, I honestly hear it. That match was just like some of the spots and the sequences and just like even credit to Athena as well. Like, yeah, I know right. last year at some point I was like, maybe Athena tricked us, but <laughs> as time went on, I, I switched. I was like, you know what? Athena's her. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. But now after that match, I don't know who else they're going to get on this roster, but Tony, hear me well. These girls have set the bar. Facts. These girls have set the bar in terms of what we're expecting from women. Mm-hmm. And if a woman is going to fight for the women, the women run for the title, it's, it has to be to this standard. It has Every to be time. Standard. And, bro, it just makes me excited to see where Willow goes from here because she, she reminds me a bit of like the Takeshitas and Roosh. Like, she's killing it, having good matches. But with her, even though she's lost the big match, and we've liked with them as well, even though they've lost the big matches, I'm most excited to kind of see where this leads up to when mm-hmm. she finally does get that massive win. Because the minute she gets a big win or she gets a title, do you feel like after this performance, Tony's looked at her and said, you know what, women's division, AEW, like, I feel like I want to keep you there for the foreseeable future? Or do you oh, think he'll keep her on Ring of Honor? Um, I would say possibly, 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 English, I think he'd possibly put her, maybe have a jump between both. I know yeah. AEW have got that storyline with like the originals versus the new breed and mm-hmm. he kind of got involved with Ruby Soho. Um, even though she's not necessarily an original. Like, it, I, I mean, it just depends. Maybe Tony aligns her with the originals, with the OGs. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't see it. Like, if Tony turns a heel, that's money lost. Wait, she's got too much connection with the audience to Bro. turn her heel. That's a, that's a dumb decision. Kids love her. She's mm-hmm. got that promos. Like, she's got such a quirky style to her. Like, she's just a lovable person where I'm just like, this is not like, it's like, reminds me of Bailey, but, Yes More authentic Not to say that Bailey was fake But it was more so like I believe this is actually her mm-hmm. Whereas with Bailey, It was like This is this is getting a bit overboard I don't know if you're actually like this And Bailey's character now Seems more akin to how she is in real life As opposed to What her character was When she's doing the whole <laughs> Well that's Bailey. what she, <laughs> that's Bailey, what she said first. That's so what she me. said in the interview She said that this This like character she's playing now is more of what she's like in real life. But yes. obviously, the people that don't know her just think she's like nice and friendly and kind, but she's actually like, no, I'm actually a bit of a, I'm actually a bit of a bitch, if I'm honest. And but then Willow, like, I, look, I bro, even just looking at her Instagram, I just look at her, I'm like, I can tell you're just a good person. Like, you're just, just, mad, just mad wholesome, in it? Yeah. Proper wholesome. Uh, you don't even want to spoil, that's not, that's not the type of baby spoil. You just <laughs> you take her to museums, you take her to... Art exhibitions. You, this is not the type of baby you take to bars. You mm. shots. The type of baby that you just gradually take care of. Yeah, no, it was a dope match. Very, very good match, man. I'm, yeah, I'm just excited to kind of see where Ring of Honor goes ahead in terms of like build of pay per view. But the ladder matches are coming up, so we're obviously going to get a new tag team tag team champion soon as well. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see Brian Cage. Forgot to say, Brian Cage looks like. He's not going to be renewing his contract. He wants out. Yeah. He wants out. Yeah. So, well, I'm just when I was getting involved with Embassy, man, 
now they got to split up. That's tough. Well, not necessarily split up, but it's just not going to be the same with Brian without Brian Cage. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's he's been winning out for ages, man. Like, is what it is his heart's kind of set on going to the E. Um, do I think he'll cook in the E? No. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see him cooking in the E because for me. He he's 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 good, but I I don't know. Like the the entertainment value is it there? I I don't know. Can you be entertaining to the likes of like your counterparts, which is going to be like Brock Lesnar? Um, they're going to compare you to Brock Lesnar. They're going to compare you to Braun Strowman. Are you as entertaining as those people? I don't I don't think so. So, yeah, I think at one point I was one of those people. I was thinking like, if Ryan goes to WWE, he can cook. But at the same time, like you said, just the landscape of how things are, mm. and who could be his contemporaries, who can be his counterparts. I honestly don't know. And mm. especially if Vince is potentially coming back as well, or Vince is back or whatever the case may be. Like, I don't necessarily see where he could fit in. I feel like he's too old for NXT. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like he's a bit too advanced for NXT as well. But then mm. in terms of the main roster, what could he possibly do? Like, where would they fit him in? Unless it's maybe like I don't see him necessarily being top of the card. Like I don't know. I feel I feel bad for him. Like I feel like he, he they may just have him with the Miz, <laughs> <laughs> have him the Miz wearing the same garments as the Miz, like doing what Tommaso Ciampa was doing, or being Dolph Ziggler's security guard or something yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe they need to pair him up with someone else and you know go you know just be someone's big guy for a minute and then split from there. Yeah. I don't know, you know the, you know the prototypical. You know he's my bodyguard. They win tag team titles and the next thing you know they split off and they try to push you push you yeah. the bodyguard and goes nowhere. Not everyone can be Diesel. I'm so sorry. Facts. Not everyone That's... can be a bodyguard and go to become <laughs> world champ. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't work like that. And actually be good in the ring. It doesn't work like that. And Cage yeah. is good but at the same time it's like for entertainment value I just don't see it. I don't see it. I feel like you should just stay the ring of honor. The, the matchups there there's money being left on the table in terms of the matchups. And mm-hmm. this is why I said the embassy needs 10 man because they could just boot him out and bring someone in. Do you know what I mean? They don't need a club type beat. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah, my ring of honor was good. Um, let's talk about GCW. I haven't watched it, but I'm not talking about <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about that show, bro. <laughs> Skip past that one immediately. <laughs> oh, All right, so no more. Um, impact, roughly. Impact. What can we talk about impact, man? Um, so what I wanted to talk about with Impact it kind of affects everything that's happening in the landscape of other pro wrestling companies um, so I didn't really watch this week's one so you have to touch upon that but last week we saw the Bullet Club become tag team champions oh yes they did and um, it's just it's kind of then you've got the whole situation that we're going to touch upon in a second with what's happening in Japan do you feel like this is the resurgence of the Bullet Club again, starting to, you know, become a force again? But I know everyone's tired of them, but it's looking like it. I mean, we can honestly. even touch on it quickly. So for yeah. those who don't know, um, David Finley is now the leader of the Bullet Club. Um, he cut a, a sick promo talking Very about sick. it, you know, talking about his dad. Why the hell would I take advice from Finley? That guy's not... I was like, I said, hey. I said, okay. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> It's better you said it than me. I love Finley, <laughs> but how the fuck can he tell you anything? I ain't won a world title. 
he was, he was running around with Hornswog going a shillelagh for gallivanting for the United States. You know what I mean? But um, do I see? Is it, the thing is, yeah, like there's only there's only so many times you can wrap shit around foil and put a bow on it and and tell me that it's a present. I'll be real. I'll be so real. There's only so many times. Do I like David Finley? I love them. I love yeah. David Finley. Do I like um, Ace Austin and um, what's his name? Chris Bay and Kenta? I love them. Yeah. But I can't lie. Bullet Club are a non-entity. They're stupid. I don't actually like... Is there, I, don't, like I don't know where they, their place is in wrestling right now. I feel like there's so many better factions mm. that they're so displaced and there's so many people doing so many different things like People like House of Torture, I even forget that they're part of Bullet, Bullet, Bullet Club sometimes. Yeah, it's mad. They, they don't even feel like they're part of Bullet Club. They feel like they're their own entity. And it's a bit mm-hmm. like, I really don't know. I think for me, it's, they've gone too far away from what they, their original purpose was when yeah. they first got together, when Finn Balor first kind of brought the group together. Um, and now it's just, you know, like you said, just wrapping foil around over and over again and trying to say yeah this is something new this is something new but what I will say is what I've noticed and I respect New Japan for this every single person that becomes a leader of Bullet Club the drip gets upgraded by 10 the pro mobility gets upgraded by 10 and then the overall presentation it's like they just get extra XP and just become him because I'm looking at Finley now I'm like he looks very believable yeah I believe you like you're him now but then again where do you go from here but someone and I've been seeing his name floating around a lot recently. And I hear it. Don't know how it worked, but I hear it. Streets are suggesting that we get Strickland as the lead of the Bullet Club. That'd be very, very interesting. That would be so interesting. Strickland fixed the Bullet Club perfectly. I don't know how it would work, but yeah. I, def- I definitely see the vision. Um, yeah, it just depends on how he'd maneuver and make it happen. I feel like you would definitely add a bit more eyes to the Bullet Club in terms of like, mm-hmm. got the Bullet Club t-shirt on and he's coming with Rick Ross and if Rick Ross comes to AEW with <laughs> the t-shirt. <laughs> accusations! <laughs> False! Yeah. Accusations be, Club. Yeah, Accusations <laughs> Club, bro. It will, that's the name of the podcast. That would, bro, it would be unreal. Mm. It would absolutely, it would be like a proper re- I never actually thought about that. Because they can just do it for AEW because AEW doesn't have the Bullet Club. Yeah. Impact does, New Japan does. And Juice Robertson like, actually came back to AEW with the Bullet see, Club logo. Yeah. It can run. It can run, but whether TK wants to do it, I, I don't know. And maybe he's got plans on, I don't know what Jay White's doing right now. Maybe he's just resting, taking time off. Some people think he's gonna people think he's gonna go back to the E. So, you know. I don't think he should go back to Bullet Club, man. You've been beaten out of it. Nah. No point going back. Doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, like you said, in terms of um David Finley. New Japan have this way of like once people become the leader, like shift happens. Mm. So I'm interested to kind of see like, hey, okay, cool. Bullet Club under Jay White was a particular type of way. How would Bullet Club be now under David Finley? And what is his like, what's his MO? Like, what's the yeah. what's the plan in terms of like you being the leader of Bullet Club? Like, do I see him as a potential future world champion? 100 percent yes. I feel like yeah. David Finley's always had the talent. He's always been good on the mic. He's always, you know, had good matches. Like he had an incredible match with Will Ospreay last year. Mm-hmm. This title. It's just a means of what is Bullet Club's MO going for? Yeah. Because like we said, Bullet Club always seems so displaced that you never actually know what what their game plan is. And a lot of members 
Oh, yes. So it should be very, very interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Interested to see what happens. Um, New Japan Cup is currently happening. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I don't care. Like, I don't care. With a lot of New Japan stuff. All, you already know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same Harry Bows that you get in the package. It's going to be tons of good matches. And, but my only issue is with New Japan most of the time is they have a problem with kind of like a spice of things up and change the guard a little bit. Mm. Doing, doing that, going out of the norm, basically. Yeah, like I won't be surprised yeah. if someone at Shingo ends up winning the New Japan Cup. Someone that's already held the world title, someone that's already esteemed. Like, surprise me, man. Shock me. <laughs> you know what I mean? The last time I was shocked yeah. was when Evil won. Shock me, man. Mm. You know what I, I mean? hate you. Shock me. Let's, I don't know, let Carl Fletcher up. I mean, I'm not, I can't remember the, the brackets. I'm sure a few people have been eliminated already, but let Hanare yeah. win or something, man. Like, let someone who, who hasn't, who people don't have, think have any chance of winning, let them win. If they lose to Okada for the belt, then that's fine. But at least, you know, give other people a chance to win, man. I'm tired of all the same people. Yeah, they need to think more headlines, less comfy. Yeah. Yeah, New Japan, right now, they're, they're doing all right, but. Like you said, it's just the same old copy and paste, nothing new. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with um, El Fantasma as well, because he doesn't seem like he's too keen on what's going on. But yeah, yeah, I don't really care about the New Japan Cup. I'll be very, very honest. I mean, ideally, I would have possibly had El Fantasma as the new leader of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's been cooking and he's been wanting to be in a heavyweight division. So that would have been a good transition. I don't know, who knows? You might get some sort of like, Battle between them two, between yeah. David and El Fantasma, who could potentially be the leader. But then again, it's the same story we've had before. Tired of all the feuding, two people feuding to be leaders in the same group. Iron man, you know I mean? I hear you. give me something new, man. It's not every, it's not every day the same missionary. Like, add back shots on, <laughs> add from the side, <laughs> add from the side and shit. You know what I mean, oh my gosh. Okay. Even heading back to Impact, how are you finding Impact these days? Production stinks, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> the production. <laughs> the production stinks, and it just it takes away from like the ring. Just sounds so loud, and the crowd are just quiet. And it it sounds like sounds like there's like ten people in the building instead of there actually being like a hundred. Yeah. Um, and I just don't get it. I just don't understand why they haven't moved venues or why they aren't trying to do bigger venues. And I'm not saying they have to do venues that are holding 5,000 people or 10,000 people. Venues that are holding max like 2,000. Like start trying to find these venues and trying to make it. Like if I'm scrolling through a TV, bro, and I see impact and I see what's going on and then I'm scrolling again and they're showing a replay of AEW for example just theoretically speaking I'm going to I'm going to be more inclined to watch AEW because it just looks visually enticing versus impact it looks grayed out it looks weak I don't know and then the in-ring stuff bro there's a character on there that's pretending to be a zombie like I'm I'm finished fam like, I can't <laughs> I can't do it I can't I've tried um, and with all due respect, with all due respect, I do think he is a great person. But Josh Alexander, to me, just isn't the guy to be world champion. In really? My head. 
Yeah, I just really that's interesting. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like he's not bad in the ring. He's not a bad person. He's good on the mic. He can talk. But when I just look at him, I'm just like, I don't believe you as world champion. Like it's nice you've got it, but but then, bro, you look at the roster. Who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah, I mean, like to be fair, I feel like. Josh Alexander as champ. I, I can run with it. I fuck with it. Um, yeah. I, I fuck with it. I think, like you said, he's, he's very good in the ring. He's good on mic. Um, I think what his downfall has been is that a lot of his stories have been a bit poo. They're very, very poo. Um, the most striking story he was in was him regaining the title from Moose. You know, he won the title. He won the title last year. And then Moose cashed in on him with some sort of trophy and beat him in front of his um, in front of his family. And then we get the title again. But yeah, in terms of like other competitors and other people that are believable as world champs in impact, I think that's the detriment in terms of like his run. There's not necessarily anybody else that you could look at and think, yeah, this is something. Mm. There's other former world champions that are there. Like so Rich Swan, he had a good match with Rich Swan. But He's not somebody I'm looking at like. Um, no. Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards no. is believable, but at the same time, he's got something that he's doing with PCO. Mm-hmm. So, oh, don't get me started with Sammy Callahan. <laughs> do, not, do not get me started with Sammy Callahan. Why? So, Sammy Callahan was, for me, one of the best wrestlers in the world at one point. He was yeah. one of the best wrestlers in the world at one point. Um, he was in a, he was in a, in a, in a cold faction. Um, was was but, this around the time we he had a feud with the woman that shall not be named? Or that shall not be named. And oh yeah, 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 like yeah, around that period. Yeah, 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 around that period, and even after that, bro, killing it. But mm-hmm. I just feel like I feel like he's lost. Like I, I just don't. I just yeah, I'm just like not invested. And like even the stuff that he's doing with the design is very much like seems like he's just going backwards. Has he? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. I look at the story and I'm I'm kind of like you you don't fit in this story. Yeah, like you've been pla- you've been placed in this just so you could do something. Yeah, but I don't even believe when I look at him. I don't even believe he wants to be doing this. It's just something to do. Yeah, exactly. You're like you're doing stuff with people that one you're way more over than two mm-hmm. you're better than and three is like it seems like you've been in this place before. So why are you? on the other end. Like, I get it. It's, it's something different. It's, you know, he's never necessarily, he's always been the leader of a faction if he's running anything. So for him to now be, quote unquote, begging to be in a faction and having to sacrifice his body to be in it, I'm just like, for these niggas? <laughs> <laughs> for, 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 Alan, for Alan Angels? And for that brother that was in Ascension? Come on, man. Hey, no way, boy. Yeah. Hey, no way, boy. So I'm just like, yeah, and like, even Impact alone, like how can the most exciting thing be Willie Ray and Tommy Dreamer? Like they're cooking. Like how they're can that be cooking. the most? How can that be the most exciting thing? Bro, why are the old heads cooking like this? Jeff Jarrett's cooking in AEW as well. Like, what's? It's not making sense. <laughs> no, it makes no sense to me. Like, how can that be the most exciting program? And even then, the world champion is linking up with um, what's his name, Frank Kazarian, and Rich Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. They're not even necessarily feuding Bullet Club, but they've got matches coming up with Bullet Club. And then I'm like, 
nigga, you're the world champion. Like, you should like be in a program. Mm-hmm. You should be in a program. It makes no sense to me. So they don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. I guess I'm guessing that they're they're building towards the the multiverse event that they've got during like, WrestleMania week with New Japan. But at the same time, it's like I don't know why New Japan are even doing that. To be honest, like just put on your own event, just do something. I don't know. I'm not invested in the show. Like I'm not gonna. That's the last show on my list to watch. Personally, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be in LA, but I'm not. I mean. Unless I get free tickets, I'm not going to. I'm not paying. Yeah, no, I hear it. I hear it. I would only go. To, I know Gabe is most likely going to be on the show, so if I do go. It's just support Gabe, him. But yeah, and then to watch Will Osprey wrestle. He's, I think he's going to be facing. Um, who's he facing? He's going to come to me. But, Shout out to Gabe and Osprey as well. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, so you watched Progress this week as well, innit? Yes, I watched Progress 150. Um, mm-hmm. I'll lie to you. I didn't have much expectation for Progress because for the most part, I don't know, man. Like, I enjoy, as much as I enjoy watching a few UK stuff here and there, like, I don't feel like Progress has been the same for a while. I feel like Progress has been quite shoddy in terms of you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, I went into the show open mind. I thought, you know what? I haven't watched Progress in a minute. Um, I want to talk about like a UK indie. Um, so why not start with progress? Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy! I, oh, the people! This this show was cold. Can't lie to you. This show was very, 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 very cold. Um, I'll touch on a few matches, but there was a lot of matches. Um, I think the standout matches for me were hold on, Leon Slater versus Callum Newman. That was a very good opener. Um, Leo Rush versus a man like Baris. Cold man. Rush was on the show so? Rush was on the show Yeah man I, I didn't even expect it But yeah Rush was on the show Cold, cold match um, RKJ versus Big Demo For the Atlas Championship That match there RKJ is only 22, 23 man. It was his birthday He won the title That match Mad. I can't lie to you like, and one thing I one thing I didn't respect, and I understand why they done it. That mm. progress said, "Oh, it's the biggest match of his career." And in my head, I'm thinking, he literally just had a five star match with Osprey last year. That was the biggest. Yeah. Match. But mm-hmm. in terms of like, he won the world title. Great. I mean, he won the Atlas title. Crazy. I need to watch that, bro. It's it's a cold match and big and big demo. He doesn't get he doesn't get a lot of love. I feel like he doesn't, but he is crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. And like some of the sequences that they were doing, like there was one sequence where they um Big Demo he done like a Canadian destroyer, and bro, Big Demo, Big did, Demo. <laughs> he done a Canadian destroyer. They went into the middle rope, done a body splash, bro. Like he, it was I can't remember if he done like a, a John Woo drop kick and into Canadian destroyer into bro. It was, Man. Is it true that he rejected WWE? Like, did they want to keep him? And I he said they, no. I think he wanted. I think they probably reoffered him a contract. And maybe that's the. Got. Yeah, let him cook in the UK, man. Win a couple world championships, and then killing it, man. Killing it. Like, no, Sunny Sunny is coming back as well. So them two, um, Axel Tishelman. He had a match on the card as well. With some mm-hmm. dude. Um, top to bottom, the card was good. Yeah, I'm gonna check that. Out. Um, what other matches were there that will stand out? Um, 
the main event. Mm. Shout out Curtis Bell because uh, me and him were talking and he said to me like, yeah, check out this match. Um, it was very well done. And bro, I can't lie to you, this match definitely is in the t- shoe in for like one of the matches of the year. Is it? 100%. Yeah, I'm going to check this one out bro, immediately. The, so the story is, so obviously, so it wasn't necessarily Cara Noir. It was Tom Dawkins, the guy that is Cara Noir. So a few months ago, he lost um, his gimmick in the match against Spike Treve. Mm-hmm. And since then, Spike's been saying to him, like, listen, you're going to have to wrestle as yourself. Come every week, wrestle, do whatever. But Tom has been losing. And then they, Tom came back to progress and then put a, listen, I don't, I don't need the world title. I need that gimmick. Okay. Let's do this. I win, I get the gimmick back. Mm-hmm. If I lose, I'm leaving progress. Cool. Damn. Back said, you're on. Come now to um, progress. Tom's come to the ring. And he's in his black trunk, his kick pads, all crowds fucks with him. Spike Chauvet comes out, wearing the car and noir paint on his face. Bro, the storytelling of this match is fucked. And I'll tell you why it's fucked. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's fucked, yeah? yeah. Because Spike is wearing the car and noir paint. Yeah. Word for word, bar for bar, he's doing all of Cara Noir's moves. Oh. And it's like, the way the story's been told in this match, it's like, you see why Cara has this pain. Mm-hmm. It gives him his powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives him his powers. It gives him the mm-hmm. strength to do what he's doing. And it, bro, Spike is absolutely mashing it. Punt that. He's, bro, the, the storytelling of the match is cold. There's even one point where Tom kind of comes back into the match He's on top of Spike, pause, and he starts rubbing his face into, into Spike's face just so he can get the paint on his face. Oh, and you're starting to see the transition. And you're starting to see the transition of Spike being Kara, then going yeah. back to going back to Spike. Yo, this sounds cold. Bro, it's cold. And then Spike has um, and I think there's a one point Spike only won the match, and one of and Tom has a wrestling school with play fight. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the play fight students, they were ring crew. Um one of his students pulled out, no, Tom was about to win. And he, uh, one of his students pulls out the referee. And okay. was confused, like, this is Tom's student. Why is he doing that? Da, 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 da. Mm. Cool. Um, Spike's bodyguard bullet, he comes in with a chain. They're punching up. Cara Noir's wife comes to stop. Because in their previous match, when um, Cara Noir lost his um, gimmick, um, they had, I think they had a chair to her head and they're going to hit her with a chair. And it was like, I quit match. So he quit the match. He was like, listen, I quit. Leave her, I quit. Wait, what kind of bloodline <laughs> storyline is this? Bro, the vignette alone sold me. I was like, you know what? I have to watch this, man. And then she comes in now and then um, Spike holds onto her neck. Like, listen, if you don't want me to do this girl up, lie on the floor, take this pin. Mm-mm. Tom says, fuck it. Cool. Tom lies on the floor. Guess what happened next? The wife done something. She grabs him and gives him a fucking German suplex. Yeah. <laughs> she grabs him, does a German suplex. And then Kara has this, this cold move. It's not like a loof. It's like it's like he jumps onto you to do a loof, loofez press, but yeah. he switches around and gets you into like a sleeper hold. But he's holding, he's holding Spike's arms. Kara's missus goes on the top rope, 
and does a moonsault stomp onto him. Bro, what about The match is ridiculous. Now, when I say this is honestly one of the best matches I've seen this year, yeah, like mm. I was like, I'm sold. Like storytelling, and like even when I was trying to Curtis about it, he was telling me something. There's something called um the theater of cruelty, something like that, because um they both have a, a background in theater. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like practices that they're bringing from that into the match. So then when he told me about it before I watched the match, I went to go do some research on like theater of cruelty, what it means, and it's like the visual of like them not saying anything. And them just using their body to show agony and all this kind of stuff. It's proper interesting. Like it's, and it makes you realize that there's a lot of like complex things that people, wrestlers do, mm-hmm. whether it be a, their background in maybe MMA or this sport or that sport or this practice that active and that they bring into wrestling. It's like, yo, I never, like, I didn't know this was an element of wrestling that you can actually have. Yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. the storytelling of the match itself, it's like, this is not. No, I'm watching that and I think anyone else listening and watching is going to watch that. That sounds... Please watch that match. Like, Brit Rest, like, Brit Rest gets a lot of slack. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, that match with Tom Dawkins and Spike Trevay is one of the best matches I've seen in a while, especially in Brit Rest. And there's been a lot of Brit Rest matches that will always go under the radar, but Mm -hmm. that match, especially because it wasn't even for a world title. Like, they said, fuck the world title, I want my gimmick back. A gimmick had this my, much story. I want, in. I want my gimmick back. And the fact, and then seeing the transition of someone else using your gimmick and then them kind of emulating everything that you do and they're doing it to perfection and they've got your character to a T. To them now, to you now picking up the flaws and kind of seeing that, wait, you're still that human that I usually face. You're not, you can't be me. Yeah. Like it reminded me of the mask. Like, yeah. man can have your mask and he could be his own character, but you're not the mask. Like, bro, and it's like, I'm looking, I'm watching, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm sure I've seen something like this in anime or like, it's, it's just, bro, it's crazy, man. It's, that sounds uh, so good. It's, it literally sounds like something that you'd see on like a big show, like AEW or WWE. Like, bro. it sounds as deep as like, not obviously to that level, but like, Bro, it was giving me like bloodline vibes. Like, wife is out there suplexing. He had chairs to, to wife's heads and stuff. Raw, like, bro. this is sounding for a gimmick. Bro, for a gimmick. I had to kind of see where, like, because he was able to use the gimmick outside of um, progress. Mm-hmm. And it's just progress he couldn't. And obviously, he was progress world champion during lockdown. So you can see that he's taken his company to be where it is. For him to mm-hmm. now lose the gimmick and not wrestle as that gimmick. You're seeing that, like, he's a, Tom Dawkins is an amazing wrestler, regardless. And yeah. it, it, it's credit to his acting skills to kind of see that there's a shift between being the gimmick, not being the gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's not like our friend Finn Bella, where he's the demon, he's the demon <laughs> and he's Finn Bella. And the only difference is, is that the heartbeat. <laughs> heartbeat. <laughs> again, it's killing me. That's a won't be the game. Like there's a difference, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. bam, it's it's yeah, man. Uh, I can't I can't give that match any more high praises than I've already done. That match was ridiculous. Checking out. Absolutely. As soon as we finish, I'm checking out. Um that's pretty much it, really, isn't it? There, there was MLW. Yeah, how's MLW? I've 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 I know they've got their TV deal now with Reels, big them up. Um, big them up. Yeah, man. How how was it? Yeah, it was good. Um 
in-ring quality, still good. Um, it was nice to finally watch because I haven't watched in a couple couple months, actually, since they moved to Reels. Um, Fatu versus Rush is probably one of my matches of the week. Was it Leo um, Rush? Leo Rush, yeah. Oh, I, was, oh, yeah, I did hear that they had a match. I had the match. It was good as well. Really good. Really, really good. Um, and it was good because although it was like Cruiser versus Super Heavyweight, Fatu moves like a cruiserweight. So they could still play off each other yeah. quite nicely. Um, Leo Rush doing the same kind of just that I don't know how he does it, but he's like a cat in the ring. Like oh, he that, just don't that, stop ev- that evasion move where he yeah. you and then run. Bro, it's, it's older than <laughs> he's man. nuts. Cold he's nuts. Than um but yeah, they they um really like this is my first time watching in a couple of months, and I kind of clocked on what they were doing. They're really trying to give Fatu like that mega ring performance because he's facing um, Mr. Stone in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Bro, he needs to get that belt back off Hammerstone. Oh, 100%. Hammerstone 100%. has been one of the worst world champions. And I don't, I don't think it's necessarily his fault because the stories he's been involved with have been terrible. But at the same time, that's down to you because when Jacob Fatu was world champion, he had an incredible run. He was having good matches. There was always people for him to face and the whole contra. Mm-hmm. Faction, they were absolutely killing it, and they. I mean, it'll be interesting to kind of see where Jacob Fatu goes now. But you can kind of see that they've got such an investment in Jacob Fatu. Yeah, he, just, he is MLW. Yeah, I just felt like not to be deep. I felt like they pushed Hammerstone too. Yeah, yeah he was definitely. always over, but what he was doing in the mid card was absolutely incredible. And now you've turned them, turned them into this pseudo Hulk Hogan character. Cosplaying Hulk Hogan at your big age. Yeah, oh. no, no, I'm not feeling that, man. You don't oh, no, I'm not on it. That, man. You don't need to be doing that. But I mean, for the most part, MLW, like, it's a very, like, I cast it during the lockdown. There was a lot of things that I was just thinking, this makes no sense. We was cooking, both of us were cooking yeah. it for the same reasons. Yeah. And I felt like with, <laughs> for those who understand WW2K references, yeah, I felt like MLW was just any HLR. <laughs> they just recorded as many matches as they can they just slotted everything where they wanted to slot it that's how I felt it was so a lot of the stuff was not making sense to me but obviously mm-hmm. now they're out of lockdown you know they've got the crowd there you've seen some sick matchups and you know they've got their partnerships with like Dragon Gates and they've got New Japan and all of that kind of stuff so I'm excited to kind of see where things go um, yeah the tag, who's, who's even the tag team champion at the moment I think that's probably even the oh, I can't remember their names um it's not, it's not um, Calvin Tankman and uh, yes. DJ. They still, yeah, still, still got the towels. Yeah, still got it. Fuck no, man. Still got it. But um, they dropped a very nice, interesting promo because I think they I think EJ is kind of leaning wars towards the world title chase. Yeah, he's been, he's, he's been, he was feuding um, Hammerstone for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they've had their match yet, but. It was interesting and um, Tankman was kind of just saying like, stop saying I, like this is a we thing, like we yeah. still have the tag belts, like we need to focus on what we've got ahead because um, I think they're facing, um, they've kind of got this Samoan faction going again. Oh yeah, Samoan SWAT team, yeah. Yeah, so now they're facing two members of the Samoan SWAT team. Um, so he's kind of like, we need to focus on that, we need to make sure that, you know, we're prepared for that. Stop saying I, like there's no more I, it's a we thing. Yeah. And EJ's like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it's true. Like, it's a we thing. So I think his head, they're going to lose because his head is very much like world championship, tag titles, like they're not really aligned. Um, and then the last thing I want to touch upon with MLW is the Billington Bulldogs, I think they're called. Yes, they are. Um, 
Dan my kids' nephews, I Nephews, think. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They are next up in terms of tag teams. Like, I don't, I feel like they'll be in MLW for maybe a year, two years, and AEW, WWE will pick them up. Like, they're very young. They're like 19, 21. So they've got ages. But already, they're showing such promise and such ring awareness. And they don't look, they're not big. Their tight designs and their and their presentation is very 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 basic. Yeah. But what they do in the ring, um, especially being nephews of Dynamite Kid, is you can see the correlation in it. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. And I enjoyed their match. They had a match against um. What's his name now? The one that wears the but like a bulletproof top and like. Oh, Myron Reed. Myron Reed. Yeah. Even him, he's cold. Even him, he's cold. Yeah. They had a match against him and um one of his partners and it was really, really good. But yeah, I think MLW, I think like if you can watch it, anyone listening, if you can watch it, definitely check it out because the in-ring stuff is is up there. Um, the stories are much better than what they used to be. Oh, Backstage segments are a lot better than what they used to be. Um, and if you like a loud mouth, you still got Enzo on the roster as well. Do you know who's what? fucking over in MLW? Micro Micro is he? Bro, I, he? I don't think he was on the show. He's over as hell. Like I was um, listening to Court Bowers. I'm um, talking Jericho mm-hmm. podcast. I've seen Micro Man a few times on MLW, but I don't necessarily like. Like he's he's cool. I don't necessarily have any grab with him. Yeah. I'm not really rushing to watch his matches, but he's. I think he's like three eleven, if shorter than that, bro. In oh. terms of. Him in terms oh, of now, know you're talking about, yeah. In terms of merch and stuff, what said through the roof, Go on. through the roof, like he is. He's, he's, I think he's like only 19 as well, he's mad young. Mm. But everybody, like, I think he was talking about, um, because him and Enzo had a match, and Enzo went to the back and said, Bro, I've not heard a reaction like that in a while, like, mm. you've got something there, so. Yeah, man. Like, uh, one thing I do credit about MLW, like, it's it's a variety show. It's it, it it's very much different hybrids of different styles and different wrestlers from different backgrounds and different promotions coming together. And like you said, stories are getting better. Backstage segments are getting better. If you like some of the, the mystical comedy Lucha Underground esque stuff, they still have that there as well. Yeah, Quato, whatever his name is now, he's there. So, um, the only real thing is for. Uh, I'm still to lose that belt and then we gravy. You know what I mean? Or we, we I mean if 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 Atu leaves, I don't think he'll go to the E because of like his his history, which is a shame. But he did in his match with Leo shout out that I am the bloodline. So Bro, he's my I... tribal chief. I've been telling <laughs> I've been bro, I've been telling niggas. He's my tribal chief. I remember last year they um after when he returned, because he left after losing the belt, then he came back. So they were doing like a few like promo segments on him. I must have put this in a GC time ago. That he done like a, he was doing like this vignette where he was like smoking weed and drinking Hennessy. I said, "This is mm. this is my tribal chief. <laughs> this is my tri-. like you can't convince me Roman is the tribal chief. This is my tribal chief. This guy on his yeah. day off is, dri- is sipping Hennessy in Tim's <laughs> in LA. This is my tribal chief. This is the, uh, this is my actual tribal chief." Like, yeah, you no, shouted it out loud, bro. He's no, like, I have no, no, no two ways about it. This is my tribal chief. I'm so sorry. Roman, Do you think he'll ever go to the E? Um, I feel like I feel like he'd have aspirations to go there. Like his family, his family 
his family are there. You know Not I mean? so much him. Like, yeah. do you think the E would take him? They had interest in the past, but due to his his like his crimes and his past. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, you never know. I feel like he since then, he's been on the tier, he's been having amazing matches. In on the mic, he's improved a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Well traveled. I feel like there's still maybe places for him to go before he goes to the E. Mm-hmm. I feel like he definitely needs to go to Japan. He definitely needs to run in Japan. My only fear is the minute he has a match in AEW, it's a wrap. It's absolutely wrap. You, In a good way or a bad way? AEW are going to take him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I personally don't want that yet. Because I just don't want him to get lost in the shuffle. I don't even think he would, you know. I think Tony would treat him the same way WWE treats the Samoan dynasty or like that family. I think he would give him because there's too much, it's too, it's too rich. The family's too rich in terms of what they mean to professional wrestling to mistreat him or get him lost in a shuffle. Like he would in, instantly, in my opinion, enter the main event scene. Um and then, and then boy, like. Him being part of the family and and what he's done in MLW, he could be a babyface. And there's a story there in terms of MLW between um, MJF and Fatu, if it was to happen this year. I don't know if they've crossed paths in MLW, but I know at one point they were both on on the show. No, no, MJF, I think it was a former MLW tag champion. Mm -hmm. Might have been middleweight. Not too sure, I don't think so. But he was a former tag champion. But um, what would I even want to say? Yeah, but I wouldn't even want to slap. My thing is, if Patu was to go to um, AEW and was to go against MJF, like, he can't... I don't want to see him lose. That's my only issue. Like, will it mean anything? Like, it won't take anything away from him. He's in the main event, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't want to see him lose to MJF. If this was universe mode, you'd be booking Fatu like Triple H books Gunter. Like, just ultimate protection. No pinfalls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> If that if that's the case where I don't want him to lose, then he's going straight for the TNT title or, or Atlantic and winning it first day. Oh, as, in, I'm, as, in, cursed, the, the, as in the minute he walks into the building, I'm handing the belt like, yes, sir, take. <laughs> take. Take the belt, it's yours. Hold on to it. Obviously, give it back to them when they're doing the entrance. So you're going to win it. But just so you know, this is yours. It's yours, yeah. I mean. Have him hold both, actually, at the same time. Yeah. And then give him the television title. <laughs> Ring of Honor World Title. I'll tell. I'll even say to Tony, go and buy more independent companies. Buy GCW if you have to, and then give him the oh, GCW belt. That's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. <laughs> that's, that's where I buy out. the GCW belt and then take them belts as well. Is it? So can't do it, man. Where, man? But yeah, shout out to MOW. Shout out to Fatu. Um, Imagine watch it today. We'll watch it yeah. Where this week's the matchup? Unfortunately, the people that commented didn't want to tell us which match is better. So. Long. I'm just going to keep recommending. And then, what match you've got for us this week, then, bro? Should I be honest? I don't even have a match. Um, but I'll, I'll get one now. Leave the search now. Mm. Look at this cheat. <laughs> me, me, I'm trying to, me, I'm trying to think from, from my brain. This guy no, me, is... Me too, me too. Me too. So, I mean, whilst we are thinking about our matches, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Hashtag ItBoys. Hashtag Undertakers. If you guys want to support, that can join. More members will probably even do some exclusive content for the, the members. Um, yeah, man. We'll see what we do. Right. We could possibly even do like reaction. You know, you guys suggest a match to us. We'll react to it. We'll 
It's good. I've got my match. Um, there was me talking. Uh, Go ahead, bro. I'm gonna do Osprey versus Oku at Repro last year. Okay, that's a good match. You know what? Seeing as you're doing it UK, I'm gonna do it UK as well. I'm going to do. This is a bit of a sleeper. I think it's one of my favorite matches that happened last year. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be Kid Lycos versus Chris Brooks, no DQ match that they had that progress. The storytelling in that match. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna send you the hi- I'm gonna send you the highlight, the vignette that okay. Lycos made, yeah. Because I saw I randomly this is 2K stuff. I was trying to look for I wanted to make a character based on Kid Lycos in terms of the mask, the tire, moveset, mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff in it. So randomly, I just went on this on his um, YouTube and I saw Kid Lycos versus Chris Brooks. And Chris Brooks, he's rarely in the UK because he wrestled mm-hmm. with DDT. So I thought, okay, cool. Let me check this. So that I saw the the, high, the vignette that he made for it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this match is nuts. And like, even the way he cut into, like, because they used to be a tag team, they cut into like, I'm going to send you the vignette now. I'm gonna send yeah, you send, send it, send it, send it. Bro, after I watched it, I went to go and search Twitter for both of their names to see if anybody had been talking about the match. Because I was thinking, why is nobody talking about this match? This match is fucking incredible. I went to go watch the full match on the WWE Network and I mm-hmm. said, yeah, the storytelling in this match is crazy. Kid Lacos came in this match as a heel. Chris Brooks okay. came in as a face. The match, and the, they both turned by the end of the match. Mad. Bro. Is progress still on WWE? No, not anymore. Yeah, I didn't think so. I looked for it the other day. I wanted to just go through some old shows, no, but um, yeah, couldn't no, see it. Not anymore. Because I even remember during um, the show, um, they said, ah, oh, Nick Wayne, um, AEW superstar, obviously signed to AEW. And then mm-hmm. one of the commentators said, oh, yeah, we weren't allowed to say that a few months ago. But now we can say it. <laughs> I say, you niggas are cheeky. <laughs> you niggas are fucking cheeky, aren't you? But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm invested. I mean, this is not not even not even just from what you said. I just saw. Is it Lycos, the one with the mask and the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like the the the, the presentation. You see, you see the vision. You see I the see vision. That's what I was trying there. to go for. I was trying to go for something like that for two K in it, but yeah, man, that's um, yeah, fuck it. We might even do a two K giveaway. So might, might as well. We might as well. You know what I mean? Two K is out. Well, certain man have already got the game, anyways. <laughs> so, man, two K haven't messaged me yet, but you know. I mean, you guys can see the 2K23 distant in the back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, gang ties is it. Shout out to 2K. Shout out to 2K every single time. And yeah, man, this has been um, the It Boys Indie Takers. I've been your boy, Del Boy. It's been Young Wolf. And if you don't know about it, get to know it. Just made that up on the spot. Made that one on the spot. <laughs> I, I'm messing with it, though. I'm messing with it. <laughs> <laughs> boys in the building it tonight. Are <laughs> right, you guys? See you guys next week, man. In the bit, man.